after Susanna Ingersoll, there was a little period of vacancy in the house, and then it was purchased by a family named the Uptons. And the Uptons in the late 19th century in Salem were known for their involvement with kind of music and culture throughout the city. So Henry Upton, Henry O. Upton, was a famous teacher of dance here in Salem. Um, and it is rumored by the family that he taught ballroom dancing and music lessons here at the House of the Seven what? Gables. Oh, cool. So this cool. is where his business is listed, but he also taught over at Hamilton Hall, which is located at Chestnut Street as well. So he led oh, kind of big ballroom dancing contingents oh, wow. and waltzes and everything really? like that. And all of his kids really played a role in arts and culture in 19th century Salem as well. Um, his daughter, Ida Upton, was um, a great artist in her own right. The Upton family also started up a tradition called the Witch Cup, which were small glass cups that were painted with uh, witches on them and sold as souvenirs here in Salem. I don't remember the exact dates, but I also know sometime kind of the late 19th, early 20th century. Hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to think that Haunted Happenings is this new thing that just started happening 10 or 20 years ago. But essentially the idea of bringing visitors like to Salem yeah. with witches is something that goes very wow. far back. As Dura, but those, those witch cups would be worth a lot of money as souvenirs. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'll see if I can even find, we actually just got a donation from an Upton family member of some of the witch plates that were also painted wow. by the family as well. So let me see if I can go grab one of those for okay. you and grab a little picture of yeah, it too. Of kind of an early witch souvenir here in yeah. Salem. Yeah. Fun. Absolutely. And then it, um, after the Upton family, uh, the Upton family uh, would sell to Caroline Emerton in 1908. Okay. Oh, and, she spent, and she spent two years working with a man named um, Joseph uh, Everett Chandler, who the two of them together basically imagined the House of the Seven Gables. Cool. Caroline mm. Emerton wanted to bring the house back to its 1668 kind of look and feel, mm. but with her 20th century mindset in the house yeah. as well. So it was restored with the idea of what's called colonial revival at the time. So kind of uh, capture... Uh, <laughs> sounds so very... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a couple more and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's awesome. so Caroline Emerton um, and Chandler restored the house back kind of to to capture the American spirit of the time, yeah. capture the patriotism. But part of her reason for doing that, too, was to open it up as a museum. And after she opened up the house as a museum, she took the proceeds from that museum and used it for settlement work here in the neighborhood that surrounds the House of the Seven Gables. And this neighborhood was uh, very heavy with a Polish and Eastern European population, uh, mm-hmm. Russian Jewish population, Ukrainian population. Mm-hmm. So what she did is as families were coming here and settling in Salem, she set up classes for them to learn how to speak English. She taught sewing and cooking woman. and domestic skills <laughs> for the boys. She taught uh, carpentry lessons and something called sloyd, which was an early form of industrial arts and like a folding technique that you would use. Mm-hmm. Wow. But Caroline Emerton herself also really loved arts and culture as well. So part of her settlement housework, unlike a lot of settlement housework that was happening throughout the country at this time, she really incorporated dance, theater, and something called elocution into her work as well. So yeah. as these students wow. were learning the English language, and at the time kind of in the 20th century, learning the American way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she was um, really using theater, art, and dance as a way to help promote this type of culture. That's um, nice. There. Yeah. Culture in there and so she, yeah. she taught uh, painting classes and all sorts of other art classes as well. So a really kind of unique mission and one that we still do yeah. today with a oh, different kind of a different scheme of work that we do today. Mm-hmm. Our programs for newly 
newly arriving immigrants. We work with younger children and we teach literacy and language skills to children and their parents to That's teach them wonderful. how to read. Nice to keep their tradition. Yeah. For high school age kids, we um, partner up with a local nonprofit called Leap for Education and we um, help them fund college preparatory programs. Hmm. And for adults, um, we offer adult citizenship classes. So for people who are still wow. looking to kind of be a part of the American dream and become citizens, Continuous. we um, sponsor um, approximately 50 people a session. We help to put wow. through citizenship classes. Really? And of all sorts of Salem is a very heavy uh, Latino, Dominican, Caribbean population, but we have people who, again, are kind of Russian, Ukrainian, and Polish mm-hmm. who come through the program. Mm-hmm. We had um, a family in our summer program that was from Iceland who, you cool. know, helped to go through one of our settlement programs. So it's really still a... Melting Salem pot. is a small yeah. city, but still kind of a global city Well, today. I mean, it's Ooh. incredible. I, I don't think most people know no what, one, I would, all I didn't of know. what you guys are doing here. It's incredible. Yeah. It's one of the things we're trying to get the word out more well, on. We will we're help not you just with that. Yeah. We're a museum with a really important historic preservation mission yeah. with three 17th century properties on site, but we're also a museum with a really important community service and education mission. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's incredible. I got to say too, I'm, I, I'm really captivated by the history <clears throat> of the strong women who have been in this house. Yeah. That's uh, a good note. I have somebody Susanna, who didn't get married and she yeah, never was married. a great businesswoman. Great businesswoman. And, Absolutely. And adopted a son to have an ear heir. And, so. and, and smart. Yeah, was an inspiration. But also really involved with real estate, too. She was yeah. involved with a lot of buying and selling of property. And again, in this early 19th century time period, women. not a popular thing for women to be doing yeah. at the I time. And imagine. she took over her father's shipping business and was really amazing and we have a local historian whose name is Robin Woodman who's actually done a lot of work on exactly what you just said the strong women of the Gables and talked a lot about the role of the Turner women and what they would have had to do here to kind of keep up the house while the Turner men were away at sea Uh because when men were away at sea it could be minimum a year maximum up to two and a half three years that you are in charge of this house you are in charge of the kids you are in charge of everything that goes on here so in that sense you're already a strong woman yeah. um, in the 17th and 18th centuries. And, and, in the and 19th didn't century. have the right to vote at that oh, time. Oh, no. Which right. is, or I find really... F- yes, I know. Or, it's incredible I mean, so many you other, think about it. Yeah. yeah. So that it's really... We've got a great women's history story here, That's too. wonderful. And That's what we're cool. doing in um, 2017, just kind of looking at the labor aspect of things in 2017, our exhibit, lectures, and all of our programming is going to be based on a theme called Life and Labor Over Four Centuries at the House of the Seven Gables. So mm-hmm. we'll be exploring our connections to the Northern slavery story, to indentured servitude, to the role of women and their work here at the House of the Seven Gables, to Caroline Emerton and the early startup of social work and professional wow. careers for women and kind of how our site played a role in all of these bigger things that are going on kind of in the country and in the world as well. Wow. So we've got a lot of great things going on here. Huge Do you legacy. Do favor, wow. Julie, just to introduce yourself? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little interview here. Pretty much. So I'm Julie Arison Bishop. I'm the special projects manager here at the House of the Seven Gables. Cool. And our tour guide. (laughs) Teresa Mitchell. Tour guide. (laughs) Tour guide. (laughs) Awesome tour guide. Awesome tour guide. guide. Says that right on her uh, name. Awesome. Sharpied and awesome. Awesome tour guide. Yeah, that's so cool. There's no shame in that.